0: Hi, welcome to episode 5 of Oralphonic, a podcast about Podfic. This month's topic is sexy Podfic, and I'm one of your hosts, Dodificus, and here
1: is Jen, also known as Jenapod. And Panika, also known as Lindsay. Welcome. Well, we want to start out with a quick bit of news for the month, the first of which is a new fest called Rex Remixes and Repods being organized by Fire Juggler and Cantorina. And they are going to start signups in April, on April 18th. So the timing is perfect from this podcast. You have a couple days left. They will be posting in May in two waves of remixes and repods. And it's a challenge celebrating existing Podfix about characters who have underrepresented genders or sexes, um, also including characters with no gender. And this is explained further on their Dream With page, so you should have a look at how um, they're defining that and how they're interpreting Rule 63 for the challenge as well. This sounds like a really cool thing. Definitely check it out. They have information on the Dream With, which we will link, and also a Tumblr and a Twitter, which they have on their main info page there.
2: And Theatropod is coming to an end sometime in May, um, and they are going to be culminating in a live performance of the story that they're recording. So you can actually RSVP and they will send you a reminder if you want, or you can just show up at the time of the performance and listen to the Podfickers record it live. So that sounds really cool. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) Like
0: that's
1: not something I would ever have thought of. I wish my theatropod had had that way back in the day. It's cool, (laughs) you know, a year ago. So
2: check out the Theatropod uh, communities on DreamWidth and I believe LiveJournal for more information.
0: A side note before I talk about my news, well, not my news, but the news I'm going to talk about, I'm really excited about how much Podfic really revitalized DreamWidth lately. Like, there's so many communities going on in um, on DreamWidth that are really active at the moment. I mean, a lot of people complain about how, how dead Dreamwith and Live Journal are now. But, I mean, not for Podfic, I don't think.
2: Yeah, Podfic held on to Dreamwith a lot longer. And it's still, it's still where all the communities are run, even if yeah. um, a lot more people are posting to AO3 instead of all of the Dreamlit comms.
1: I think we're still sitting in that situation where there isn't a good alternative because Twitter is, you know, immediate conversation and Tumblr, again, it disappears quickly. Um, AO3 doesn't have that discussion basis. So if you're trying to organize a challenge or a community, I mean, the the journaling platforms are really still the only place where there's a good opportunity for it. I don't know what else to suggest other than making your own website, you know?
2: I've seen people run stuff on Tumblr. Yeah. Um, and I've seen them run it exclusively there. But I even like newer fandoms and people that seem to be more Tumblr based will sometimes still have like a dream with their live journal backbone. So that yeah. like you do all the announcements and stuff on Tumblr, but mm-hmm. if you want to look up the rules, there's a link mm-hmm. to a journal. Yeah. yeah. But
0: so. anyway, sorry that I went off topic. <laughs> We talked about Amplificathon in our news last month while it is now currently running and it will still be running for another couple of weeks after our oralphonic episode goes live. So if you feel that you can, you know, slam Tiny Pink Mouse off of her 3,000 <laughs> plus perch of points, uh, probably you should have started earlier but you can still go hard for the last two weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I looked at those rankings today. That's amazing. She's like double uh, the next person it's it's really impressive yeah i, I if
0: if you're anyone else with tiny pink mouse you're doing it for the fun um <laughs> <laughs> i'm still in the top 10 Woo! <laughs> yay <laughs> wow. I, I look i remember i remember back in the day you know people would get 300 points and you'd be like wow 300 points no one's ever gonna catch up with you and now it's like
1: 3,527
0: <laughs> yeah. so. and that's only the well second done, week i mean mouse. goodness yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not even over. Well done
1: everyone who's participating, because <laughs> there is an insane oh, amount yeah, sure. already. And by the time this episode goes live, there's sure to be even more.
2: Yeah. All right. So moving on to talkbacks. Our first one is from Lunchy And we highly recommend that you go to our website or wherever it is you found this podcast and listen to her her talk back in its entirety. It's ten minutes of advice on how she has gotten more feedback and what she does to encourage more feedback. But um, it's a great 10 minutes. We don't have time to play at all. So here's a small clip.
3: I do a free talk at the end of my podfix and I've never personally written up a blog post or something on AO3. It's always been oral. This kind of uh, discussion is best done right after you hear the story. So that's where I put it. And I don't want people to need to, you know, it's not going to work as well if I have the discussion portion somewhere that is not where they're listening to it, right after they're listening to it. So um that's why I have a discussion portion after um I I have finished the recording of the podfic. And what tends to happen is that this gives people a direction um where they can focus what um, their comment on. So I actually do get quite a few comments that say, you know, I really liked that little talk that you did at the end. And that might be the end of it. But sometimes they'll be like, oh, um, you know, it was funny, or I I agree with you, or I disagreed with what you thought about here. It gives people direction. Like a lot of people have said, and on the podcast, it was said, that, oh, I don't know what to comment on. Well, give people direction, let them know that you're happy to get this kind of uh,
1: feedback. So she's talking there about giving um, free talk at the end of her podfix to kind of open up a discussion, and she makes the point, which I think is very well made, that If you put that conversation in an author's note on the AO3 page, you separate it from the podfic itself. So if you actually record it in the podfic instead, then the person listens, hears her commentary right after, and then maybe feels the motion to go and comment, as opposed to reading them as two separate things. It's not something I've ever thought about. I've never done free talk myself, but I kind of am like, "Mm, maybe I should. That's cool.
0: I've only done that very occasionally when I have something to say. Um, But I do, as a listener, find it really motivating to go and leave feedback. If if I know something specifically that they're worried about or excited about or that, you know, that they felt the need to talk about, then, yeah, I do find that helpful for feedback purposes.
1: I suppose sometimes when you're trying to give feedback, you just... It can be the tiniest thing where, you know, one line in the podfic or one thing that's said where you're like, ooh, I could comment on that. And so if they've already opened up that discussion, yeah. like she's saying, then you have a jumping off point. Definitely. Which makes it easier. Yeah. So the second talk back is from For Pod, and mainly she's talking about how much she loves leading feedback, which is amazing, and how she actually has a system for it. So we're just gonna Play a small section of what she said here.
4: See what I have listened to throughout the week, and click on the Podfix. Um, jump to a random place in the middle of the Podfix, and start listening. And start giving feedback based on like what I'm hearing. And so this is how I end up doing a lot of cover art because I'll be listening to like write feedback and I'll like write my like couple sentences of feedback and then I'll be like, okay, I'm done. I can post that comment. And sometimes I do, and then sometimes I'm stuck in the pod fic again and I'm like, oh, but this is so good and it doesn't have cover art. And then I just open up Photoshop and lose like an hour or two um to that. But it's also really fun. And then I get to edit my comment, be like, so I left you a comment saying that I liked this and that was true. Also, I liked it so much that I got trapped in it and created art. Here you go. And that's that's been really fun to kind of just have that process happen.
2: So she actually will sometimes go and make cover art for podfickers. And as a podficker, that is so amazing to me. I have had that happen <laughs> like only like maybe two times to me. Um a couple other times where I've gone out and asked for it, but It's, like, it just always makes my week whenever someone makes me cover art.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I find cover art, like, a super stressful part of the podficking process because I'm not very good at making it, and I feel bad asking people to make it, but I also hate putting something out there without cover art. So if someone was just magically like, hey, you're awesome, here is some free cover art, I'd be like, whoa, what just happened?
0: Yeah, you guys are living like animals. I mean... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Listen, you, with your free, steady stream of automatic cover art. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Sybil's been doing my cover
0: art since pretty much I first started podficking. And I it's reached the point where I'm like trolling her now. Like I don't even tell her what I'm going to post. I just post it. And like, even if it's not an and <laughs> she has any idea where she'll be like, oh, I have to look for four hours to find a picture for this.
2: It's awesome. <laughs> oh, so the goodness. rest of the world who doesn't have that arrangement, who, yeah. we mostly find it awesome when people make us cover art. <laughs> I would totally be willing to get into like some sort of trade deal where you can listen to my podfix first if that's what's needed. Like, <laughs> we can negotiate. You're gonna be inundated oh with offers now.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see.
2: That said, I have actually kind of enjoyed. Uh making cover art it's like i enjoy looking at how much better i've gotten but not so much so that i wouldn't happily give the job away
1: i do not enjoy it i don't know like i like many artsy things i'm a crafty person but i am not a graphic person and i i don't it's not somewhere where i'm like oh i'm interested in improving this area of myself i have too many other areas i can't worry (laughs) about that one So, yeah, but I will say for Zendepad, you are awesome for that. I think that's a really cool, I mean, that's, that's a great comment. You know, I I think anyone would be happy to get that. Um, So, yeah. And also just like your whole kind of, I don't know, your, your dedication to the cause is very impressive um, because it sounds like you really put a lot of thought into your feedback. And she (laughs) also talked a little bit
2: about uh, building relationships
4: through feedback
2: So here's a small clip.
4: And it like feels awesome because I, you know, leave a comment and I know that the pod figure receives that in some way. And then sometimes that starts up a conversation and it's just cool to like be making connections and and, like, and like get to know like these voices and like the people connected to them in some way. I don't really feel like I've really built relationships yet, but I do feel like there's the potential in having a back and forth conversation with someone and just like knowing that like this other person like knows you from like leaving feedback before. And that's just a really cool thing.
0: So, this is the part that I could identify with when I listened to the talk back. I mean, and I was actually talking to someone on AO3 who'd been commenting on my podfix about this, about how I did miss the old, God, we're so
1: old, the old (laughs) days of... (laughs) Second time in the episode we were like, back in the journal days.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Time for the grave. Um, Yeah, so I was literally talking to a commenter on AO3 about how I was so excited to be having this kind of ongoing conversation with her because it didn't happen that often on AO3 the way that it used to on journaling platforms. Mm -hmm. So it still can happen on AO3. You just have to kind of, yeah, approach it as a conversation, I guess. And because I have been leaving more feedback lately, I found that, it is really you can kind of get into a conversation and learn more about the podficker and and yeah i really 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 identify with with feedback being the start of a conversation or that it can be
1: I think, I guess, technically, since podfickers get less feedback, they're more likely to engage with you as a commenter yes. than fic writers are, which is a positive. And also, really, there's yes. no difference to the setup of the comment section on AO3 than there is to the old LJ Dream With one. It's just that you don't have the added benefit of, you know, other entries that are about your life or, you know, personal things.
2: Exactly. I think... Two, with AO3, you have to click to see the comments. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, on LJ or Dream With even, it was just always there at the bottom. And I know that huh. in the, L- like, the days when I was reading mostly on LJ, I would always, like, at least skim the first couple comments. And sometimes you would yeah. join in a conversation. Or I'd yeah. sit there, like, nodding and just, like, add my plus one type comment to the end of someone <laughs> else's comment. Um, in ways that I never really clicked the comment button on Ao3 to look through the comments left there. Yeah,
0: uh, our last talkback uh, was from Love the Heaven, who is a relatively new podficker. The part of her talkback that we're going to play is about uh, a little bit of a different point of view about getting comments re- relating to the story and not the podfic.
5: I think the fact is, a podfic really is all about the story for me. In a way, a fanvid is not all about the source fandom or all about the song. The podfics I've made are mainly me reading aloud a story I loved, a story I wanted to share, a story I hoped would be worth listening to. It's about the story first and foremost. And when you listen to my podfic, you are literally listening to a story. I may have added a little music here or there. I may have spent hours editing it or re-recording for a better performance of a line or whatever, but that stuff is all so much more invisible than it is in fan videos, a lot of the time. I don't expect people to compliment anything other than the story after hearing it, because what I want them to take away from a podfic is what I take away from other people's good podfics, which is usually... Wow, I never read the story, so my first introduction to it was this podfic here, and I loved it. What a good story. I was able to really appreciate it thanks to your podfic. So that's what a lot of my own comments on other people's podfics are, and when I get someone telling me on my podfic, this Teen Wolf story reminded me of this poem here, with a link, or... Wow, it's nice for the character of Rachel on Glee to be portrayed as a little less selfish than she often seems on the show. I am grateful for that comment because I translate it in my head to I listened to your podfic and it was a good experience and I enjoyed the story as much as you did thanks to you making this podfic. So for me, even when they only comment on the story, it's still a really great compliment. Well, I
2: always take it as a compliment too when people comment on the story at the very least if they're commenting on the story it's a comment on your ability as like a wrecker or someone who chooses good stories
1: yeah so
2: I appreciate it in that regard too and you know as someone who does like if I have the choice to read something or listen to it I will like 99.999% of the time listen to it. I don't think I've ever chosen to read it instead. Um, So yeah, probably 100% of the time I will listen to it instead. Um, But, so, like, you know, you're getting my, all of my initial reaction, even though part of it should probably go to the author. Mm -hmm. I pretty much only ever comment to the pod thinker if I comment at all, because I'm shit at that. (laughs) So, yeah, they're getting my, like, raw feelings, and that's joy that was brought to me through their podfic that I wouldn't have gotten any other way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know we've talked about this several times, and it is one of those things where it goes both ways. But I think for me, I mean, the, the performance and the story itself are inextricably linked. Like, it, it is it's difficult yeah. to completely separate them. And so when you're doing, like, I think the reminder that we're trying to give when we say, you know, don't just comment on the story is, hey, it's awesome if you would bring in some other things as well about the performance. But I don't think a comment on the story is ever taken as a bad thing. It's just that we're trying to kind of bring it out and say, hey, why don't you say even more, you know?
0: So shall we move on to this month's topic? This month is all about sexy pod which I think we have a lot to talk about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is sexy podfic? That's such a a personal thing to say because there's a lot of podfics that I've listened to that have like oodles and oodles of sex in it. And, you know, it's whatever to me. It's just another podfic. And then there's like yes. other ones where, you know, it's not even that overtly sexual and I'll be like, oh, I need to, like, you know, fan myself now. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to one
0: recently. It was All You're Giving Me Is Friction read by Chem80. And there's one scene where um, Styles is, like, cleaning a gun. And mm. it was, like, <laughs> the way she read it, I mean, it was intended to be sexy, but the way she read it was hotter than, you know, the actual sex in a lot of other
2: podcasts. that yeah. I listened to. that makes me so- think of that. SGA story where, like, the the whole thing is aliens make them not do it, where John and Ron <laughs> have to, like, stay in a room together overnight and not have sex. <laughs> and it like, becomes incredibly hard.
1: <laughs> I think the thing here is that, you know, we're obviously not trying to be like, this is and this isn't. So, like, there's this huge array of things that we could be considered sexy in Podfic and it could just be that the Podfic has one scene with a bunch of kind of sexual tension or it could be that it's a a complete porn one shot you know like <laughs> like there's a there's a lot of possibility in there for all of those and things to be considered
2: and i think like with anything when it comes to what you find sexy it's your own personal kinks and likes and desires are going to play a huge role in what you find sexy like mm-hmm. um a lot of people get really like antsy at the idea of recording or listening to sexy bits of podfic and they're like how can people record it and i was a little worried about that when i got started but you know i would hit a scene and just keep reading like i
1: had anything else and i got through it just fine i think the thing to remember is that podfic is acting I mean, you know, we do look at movies and things and say, oh, that sex scene, I wonder if that was, you know, awkward to film or whatever, but in general, we understand that people are doing a job, and although we do Podfrick for fun, and some people might not feel comfortable recording certain things, in general, you look at it as, like, a story that you're reading in the same way that when you write sex or smut, you're writing something. I mean, it's no different.
2: They're honestly thinking of, like, some sort of, 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 like, actual visual porn elements or, like, phone sex line elements or whatever. (laughs) Whereas, like, most fic is really descriptive. They're not writing in, like... Uh, 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 whatever, he moaned. It, it yeah. did have, like, he moaned repeatedly. That was so hot. I deliberately withheld the Harry Met Sally because you laughed at me so hard when we were <laughs> discussing this earlier. I would have done full-on orgasm noises for you, but Dodie ruined it. Hold
1: that thought. Oh, the poor oral phonic masses who are now wishing that they could have heard it. <laughs>
2: There is a recording somewhere. I'm just not sure right. where. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good point made. When you, I mean, fic is full of narration. It's not, it's, and I suppose that separates it from my acting analogy a little bit in that you're not, you may be saying the words or the phrases, and there might be sometimes a bit of heavy breathing or something. <laughs> but in general, it's, you're, like you say, it's a description of the actions. So, you don't yeah. even have to – you can do as much or as little in the way of uh, sound effects as you want to.
2: Yeah, and, exa- like, you know, sometimes I will add, like, you know, speed – will speed up my breathing or add in sighs or even, like, moaning sounds if it seems appropriate. But a lot of the times when I try and do that, it doesn't fit as easily because, yeah, you know, they're describing he sighed and, and to add your own in sometimes – seems a little superfluous yeah is that how you say that word I
1: do like
2: that
1: yeah word. okay <laughs> yeah I, I think that's true for non-sexy things too yeah there are times when you're just when when they describe you know like he coughed or something like that and i've done it both ways in different fics because it sounds weird to add that in
2: fic choice is going to be a big part of this if you're recording a story that's all about like phone sex then you're probably going to have to put a little bit more acting into it than <laughs> some of the other ones where you can just say it, and, and he stroked his hand down his back or whatever, yeah, but it's it's a it's not as scary as a lot of people think it is because they're picturing like full-on moaning or like the technicolor version that they see in their head when they read it. That's not necessarily yeah. what we're doing when we record it,
0: and it doesn't I mean,
2: I might get turned on while I'm reading the story to
0: myself, like the first time I read it. But if I'm recording Podfic, I don't get turned on. Like it doesn't it's very much me reading the story out loud. It's not me internalizing it the same way that I do when I you know. Um,
2: I'm... also in the TMA yeah. realm. I will sometimes get turned on, but I don't notice until after I stop recording. <laughs> and then I'll be like Oh, <laughs> okay. Yes, like I won't while I'm recording, I just keep
1: reading. Yeah. I oh I'm so red right now, you guys. This is killing me. <laughs> I'm so easily embarrassed. Um, yeah. No, I, I think I think in general, like you're putting in a performance and, and yeah, I can see what you're saying, like turned on or not turned on or whatever. Like the main thing is you're reading the story. One of the things that I remember talking about with KLB for a while. Was this exact idea of like whether it is embarrassing or whether you should feel like how people feel about recording it and and how there is a certain, you know, some people think it's strange or they they separate it from other performances of podfic because there's sex involved. And when I was in New York, there was like a group of us who did like a group reading uh of some uh it was glee, I think. Um
2: I was in the audience. I wasn't one of the recorders, but I was in the room while you recorded
1: it. Yes. Yeah, so so how many people did we have there? Like I maybe, think there were six of us, seven? Yeah. And three of us recording it. Um and I was doing the narration and then the two of them were playing uh I suppose it must have been Kurt and Blaine. Yeah. Um and and we didn't like it wasn't I don't think there was an awkward atmosphere. There might have been some giggling in the way that, like, as we record this this podcast, yeah. there's some giggling. Yeah. But in general, we were reading it, and it's a good story, and we were kind of getting into it, like, like into the story itself. And I thought that was a really good exercise. Like, this idea that at the end of the day, it's a story that you're reading, just like any other podfic. And you don't have to, like, you know, have that, like, closed-door policy. Like, sex isn't actually happening, guys. It's just a story. <laughs> you know, like, you're reading words. That's all. And I mean you know.
2: on the other side of that, I can understand too being embarrassed to do this with someone else there.
0: And I would like to try it because I've I, I don't know. I don't know how I'd be with that.
2: I used to record in the living room with my roommates still in the house on like other floors. <laughs> now I have yeah. I record yeah. in my basement. But um, and they could always like it was that hard for them to overhear. And one mm-hmm. of the first times I lost it during a sex scene it was undercover, uh, was the name of the fic. And in it, there's some dirty talk. And that's yeah. what made me lose it. Like, I could <sighs> read about, like, tongues going places and <laughs> <laughs> tab A and slot B. That was fine. But the, like, the dirty talk got me. And no, and it. I think part of what had me lose it was knowing that my roommates could overhear me if they (laughs) wanted to. And I just, I lost it.
1: (laughs) I think that's different though than a a purpose-built audience. Mm -hmm. Like anytime I'm recording pod and my roommate is around, which happens, you know, definitely happens. Or if I'm having this conversation with you guys and she's in the flat, you know, like she might hear it and like just hear a couple sentences and I'd be like, oh, go away, I'm recording, you know but that's totally different than the two of us being like hey we're going to record this scene and sitting down to do it because we both know what we're doing and we're just yeah. you know we're just sitting down to work on it right or in that situation you guys were like watching us but it was just more like the theatropod thing you're an audience you know yeah um so that's different than an overhearing of one line where they're like huh what you doing in there you know <laughs> that
2: that is fair
1: <laughs> i mean i wouldn't record it probably at my parents house but
2: there was this one podfic, I can't um our song Remembered, I think is the name of it. That it's one where like Chris Allen is a prostitute and he goes and spends uh. like a weekend or a week or something with Adam Lambert and there's copious amounts of sex, obviously. And yeah. I was building the recording studio in my basement at the time. And it was a charity thing and I had a timeline on it and I just, I couldn't record it in my house. So I went to my parents' house and recorded it, Oh God! which was fine. They were upstairs. I was downstairs, but I was recording in my father's home office and my dad came in at one point and he was like sneaking around. He's like, I'll be quiet. You can keep recording. And I'm like, oh my no, my will really pick <laughs> nope. up on that. <laughs> I'll just wait until you're gone. <laughs>
1: I'm worried enough that mine will listen to this episode because they do have the <laughs> iTunes feed. I'm like, oh, how do I how do I say please skip episode five without even being embarrassed about that situation? Because my mom will just listen to it anyway. She'll be like, why should I skip it? What's in it? Ha ha ha. You know, so that's great. Uh, on the topic of, like, the
2: creepiness of it, um, there's this mm-hmm. really great Google Doc that we'll link to. That I actually started because as the person who runs the PodFic Twitter account, a lot of the times, well, I see a lot of tweets that don't actually get retweeted. And one of the really, really common ones is people going, ew, how can anyone record NC-17 stuff into podfic. Mm-hmm. like how can people record porn or like n- not necessarily the ooh part of it but just like shock and amazement and and but a lot of the time like an ooh aspect of how can you do that yeah. and so I was bitching about it on my Twitter and kind of as a tongue in cheek thing we're like well let's make a document with advice. So that when someone says, yeah. how can someone do that? We can be all helpful and give them advice. <laughs> and so some of it is very tongue in cheek in the document, but there's a lot of really good advice of um how to record NC seventeen? Like little tricks about how to be more comfortable with it. How to get certain sounds? Like you know, do some exercises before recording so you'll be, sound more breathy. I've
0: done that before.
2: <laughs> um, like recording at your comfort level. Walking away mm-hmm. if you get are getting too giggly. Like it's really a great. It's like eight pages of advice, and it has for recording is the majority of it. Um there's a listening section which is mostly about like how to listen safely or <laughs> with actually some advice for how to safely listen and masturbate at the same time. There's a lot of practical <laughs> advice in there for that.
0: As for motivations, like I mean you've you've posited the question, why would you want to record in C17? To me, it's more like, why wouldn't I want to record NC-17? I record stories that I love, and that's, it kind of seems irrelevant to me, whether or not it has a sex scene Mm in it. Like, if I love the story, I'm going to record it. It doesn't make me more or less likely. I've actually
2: seen pod figures, like, be in, like, really awkward situations where they're, like, madly trying to find fic that they love that isn't NC-17 because they've given themselves that line of, I don't want to record NC-17 stuff.
1: If you love something, record it. Yeah, I think I started out, like, for, like, two podfics. I started out that way because I had done Awesome Ladies, which is Mm -hmm. a really easy thing to do, and to do it totally G-rated. And then I did, like, the next thing I did was pod together, and I, like, remember emailing my first Pot Together partner and being like can it just not be in Seventeen you know like <laughs> if you can just and then and then they were like okay fine and then they started writing and they were like it got a little bit sexier than I meant how do you feel <laughs> and I was like because I'm a wuss I was like oh yeah that's fine uh, yeah and I just recorded it and then I was like oh well whatever <laughs> the thing is I mean so much of what I do is longer things and if you read a longer fic there that's a pairing fic there's likely to be sex at some point you know so I'm less likely I'll know it's not unheard of to record a total uh porn without plot kind of thing but I will often record something longer that has a section yeah you know and I think that probably goes for you know so much fic where there is something somewhere in it yeah I
0: I respect if people have limits about what they don't want to do like record what you want for sure yeah of course I think it would be interesting for them to give it a go and see that it's not as scary
2: as they think it is I think it's one of those things yeah. where it's, yeah, definitely record what you want. If all you read is Jen, or if you hmm. don't like reading NC-17 stuff, because there are those people that yeah, exactly. not read it, like, but if you're the type of person that reads, like, PWPs for fun, and then you're like, but I don't want to record them, <laughs> you're maybe, like, limiting yourself in ways that if you try it, it's not as scary as you think it is. Yeah. And I think part of that, too, is record at the level that you're comfortable with, like, there's for Pod Bang, I used to always do a recording with my roommates. And they don't really one of them has podficed on her own. The other roommate pretty much only podficts when I make her sit down in front of a mic. Mm-hmm. And one of our early ones, she had or the first sex scene that she had to record, she was like, shit. And she went in and like deliberately like pushed herself to try and make it sound sexy and uh, uh-huh. We send it off to a beta, and the beta's like, You know, was she trying too hard? In my room, it was like, Yes. And we're like, You don't need to do that. She's like, Oh, thank God. And just recorded everything <laughs> again. And it sounded a lot better when she recorded at her own level instead of yeah. trying to force herself because you can hear it. And if you feel awkward recording yeah. it, there's mm-hmm. like a good chance will people will feel awkward yeah. listening to it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely true. If wherever your comfort level lies, I mean, there's no point, like there's pushing yourself, you know, to, to try something new. And then there's trying something and realizing that you, you don't, feel okay with it or or it comes out stilted or awkward or whatever. Um, and it's okay to draw those lines for yourself. Like if you try something and you you don't feel it or if you if you feel like I can't do sound effects but I'm happy with reading, you know, what happens and, mm. and I feel like I can make that sexy just by reading it, you know, because the words are sexy or whatever. You know, they, there's all kinds of lines you can draw there and it's no problem. Like just, you know, give it a try and see how it works for you and then record the things you enjoy, what you feel comfortable with.
2: Mm-hmm. And, like, it's also okay if you record something and you're not sure if you're comfortable with it. It's okay to sit on it. I did that with um, yeah. one of my – because, like, again, a little in the TMI area, but mm-hmm. I'm someone who's – I'm not super into cis dudes. And most slash fic, which is what I primarily read, is about cis dudes. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, most of the, the sex scenes that I read, I can appreciate them – but I don't personally find them sexy yeah. and so yeah that made it really easy when I was getting started because I just read it like any other scene because that's how I read them in my head as like any other scene
1: mm-hmm.
2: but um, the first time I recorded something that was kind of kinky that I actually did personally find sexy um I was really embarrassed by it like I was wanted to yeah. record it but like I grew up in a really prudent household and i was just like oh my god what if people like realize this is what i find sexy which was ridiculous because i had a shit ton of sexy stuff out there already
0: it hit too close to home for you like it felt yeah more exposing
2: yeah yeah and once i like kind of realized that like it's okay like I, i just sat on it for a bit and then i was like okay no i am comfortable with this and i put it out there and i've done more that hit Closer to home for me since then. Yeah, like right now I'm working on like a series that's over 100k. That's basically 100k of PWP kink fic. So, <laughs> like obviously I got comfortable with it, but you know take your time with it. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's you have to give yourself that separation sometimes when you're listening to saxo when you're recording it. You may or may not. Feel like that is your particular kink or your particular interest, but you might still want to read it. You might still want to listen to it. You know, like we don't, you know, we don't limit ourselves to just what we are turned on by necessarily, because you're listening to stories, right? Yeah. You don't only listen to stories that, that are exactly like your own life, you know, and, and that goes for sex as well. So I think that, you know, if if you feel the need to kind of not record things that are exactly yours, or if you don't mind across the board, which like, I'm not sure I feel a difference one way or the other, like, you can't look at what I've recorded and say, oh, those are exactly what she's into, because yeah. you record a wide variety of things.
2: yeah. And that's part of the thing that finally made me feel comfortable with it. I'm like, how are they... Like, I've recorded, like, three-hour-long podfics that were basically all PWP. They probably assumed that I liked that one just as much as I liked this one. So (laughs) that made it more comfortable. Um, From a listening perspective, uh, it can be kind of cool to... Like, there's this one... I'm hesitant to even bring it up because I know I will never find... The title of it because I listened to it years ago but it was one of those like your kink is not my kink um I'm not Uh super into uh cross-dressing and I was listening to this one pod it was an SGA podfic with cross-dressing in it and as I was listening to it I'm like oh my god this is so hot because it was just like the person who was reading it clearly found it hot and I was, like, able to. I
0: hope that was me, Paraka. I hope it was secretly
2: me. It could have been. <laughs> I feel like it might have been Anitsuno, though. Okay,
3: yeah. But
2: Aww, she's Dillie. also.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it was, like, I was listening to it, and I'm like, yeah, this is really sexy and i was at yeah. work which made it even better like
0: <laughs> but that's the thing if you if if the reader if you can tell that the reader is finding it sexy then you can kind of get that secondhand you know wow they're really into it i'm kind of into it too
1: so i think this comes back to what we were saying in the beginning like the very beginning about different things being sexy like i think it's it's okay you know if you're not comfortable reading something and kind of projecting the sexiness that you feel into it, that's okay. But on the other hand, if you are, some people will really like that and get even more out of it, you know? Yeah. So so yeah. either way is an okay choice, but it does create a different atmosphere if you kind of let – your feelings about it through in that way and that's that I, we've talked about yeah. that as far as performance goes as well like like emotion like injecting emotion into a performance i mean some people read in this way that like you can tell that they're feeling the anger of the character other people yeah. project the character's anger and those are two different performance choices yeah. which yeah. can also be made in a in a sexy podfic. <laughs>
2: So one of the things, again, because I run the PodFix Twitter account that I see a lot, is people like being nervous about, uh, you know, having especially sexy Podfics on <sighs> their MP3 players or whatever on their computers. Yeah. That if they put their music on shuffle, oh my God, what if it comes up? Yeah. And I just wanted to get, throw a little piece of advice out there. Um, because I don't think everyone realizes this, but most music programs and you know music devices, MP3 devices, will allow you to mark a Podfic as an audiobook, so then it is taken out of your music rotation. For sure, iPods and iProducts do that. Um, but even like I had a Sansa Clip that let me do that. Um, you can set it in iTunes. Under preferences, you can change it from music to audiobook or Media Monkey can do that. And I actually have a tutorial about how to do Podfix that shows you how to do it in Media Monkey that we can link to. So, yeah, if you're worried about your NC17 Podfix coming up in your playlist, audiobook features your friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The thing is, like, I never listen to anything out loud. Like, I just... I mean, I always listen to it on headphones, Mm. even if I'm at home, because, I mean, as earlier discussed, like, my flatmate is in fandom, but I would still feel weird to have, like, Podfic just playing. I don't know. I mean, maybe that that is... That is weird. I, I don't know why, even though I would play music or whatever. But in general, I don't listen at home. Mostly I listen on public transport. And actually, on public transport, Sexy Podfic is much better than Sexy Fic. Because I, whenever I'm reading Fic on my Kindle and there are people, you know, the London tube is very tight, especially during commuter times and there's always somebody right next to you and you're like trying to angle your screen when it gets to the part that you're like oh super awkward super awkward you know and if you're listening to Podfic, that problem doesn't exist
0: although you do horror stories about earbuds getting pulled out though and it's suddenly you know blasting the.
1: <laughs> yeah but on a f- i mean i don't know about other devices but on an ipod or iphone if the earphones come out it doesn't keep playing it's a setting that you can like, change it's Ah, uh, okay, all right. So mine is that I—that must be the default setting because I've never changed that. Yeah. But but yeah, if my if my headphones come out because sometimes if I want to stop something, that's how I do it. Yeah, just me as well. Out. Um. So. But
2: when it's t- talking about like t- listening in public, that is that can come back to the cover art that you choose. If you have like really explicit cover art, that can make it awkward for people to <laughs> v- like have it. On the their the face of yeah their phone. on their device, and for sure it's like
1: it's pretty easy to remove <laughs> the cover art from a podfic if that is your issue. Yeah, if it if that if it bothers yeah. you, yeah. I mean, I think all of these things. If somebody heard me listening to something, I would just be like, I'd be a bit embarrassed. But like, it's a thing you're doing. Also, if you just like listening to things, there's no, you know, you don't have to be embarrassed about it either. I'm sure there are plenty of people who are like, this isn't even an embarrassing thing to me. You guys are being ridiculous. So you know there's that too yeah do we want to move on to personal projects
2: Dodie
4: oh I don't have anything to say I I don't know I um
2: I record what I record I don't have anything to say about personal projects I mean I have gone and recorded things specifically because um Mostly because I find it sexy and I it means I really love that fic and maybe I've read it multiple times or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a couple that I've done and they're the kinkiest ones, so they're easy to find. Um, most of the stories about personal um, projects I've already told, except probably the one for Aesthetic Alchemy, which is like I think two and a half to three hours of story that is all told through sex scenes, and it wasn't until yeah. I was almost done editing it that I realized that it was all told through sex scenes.
0: I uh, that's my favorite kind of sex scene. So the like, yeah, it I was. I know, Sh- 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 Shaney does some amazing kink stories, and there's always so much emotional and character development through the kink. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's, that's the hundred yeah. the hundred plus K one that is basically. Oh, PWP, that, that's by Shaney. It's uh, yeah. Don't Look Too Close. I can't wait to listen then. <laughs> yeah. It's, and yeah, it's really powerful. And it's, it's not just like, these are the acts that we're doing. It's a yeah. lot of these, this is how these acts are affecting us. And yes. that's why I really, really love it. And so I've done yeah. a couple um, stories like that, but generally, The relative sexiness of a story isn't my motivator.
1: Um, personal projects, I don't have anything in mind. Um I yeah, again, like Dodie says, you know, I just kind of find things and record them. And I haven't been recording as much lately, although I kind of want to do more, although I always say that. Um (laughs) I think someday when we are all have our oral phonic trip and we're all in one place, we should record a sexy podfic all together. New, I think you, we should too. Just you know, for be... fun. Yeah, we'll pick something. Mm-hmm. But well. other than that, um, no future plans.
2: So Rex? On to the Rex. Yes. Okay, caveat. For most <laughs> of my podfic listening experience, I would listen while I was at work. Because my old job, I could <laughs> listen to like seven hours of podfic a day at work. So that kind of meant that I would have to deliberately not think about the sexiness of it as much because who wants to be awkwardly turned on while you still have three more hours at work. Um, And I think because I started off that way, even though now I listen at home a lot more, I still don't, I'm really like, I always am multitasking when I listen that I don't often stop to consider the sexiness of a story as in depth as maybe other people would. But, so when I was trying to think of, like, a sexy wreck, um, I was drawing a lot of blanks. But one of the first ones that I remember, because I listened to it at work, was Get Some Ink. And it was read by Rena Jenkins. And it was written by Beware the Ides 15. And it is a J-squared podfic. fic. Um, yeah, like, I listened to it a while ago. And I know there's a repod of it now by um, Ashes and Ghosts. And, they have a really sexy voice so i'm sure they did an amazing job of it but i haven't listened to it yet um but the rena rena's version was just really hot <laughs> the story is um like jared i believe or god i should have re- listened rena to it rena
0: jenkins has been a real surprise to me lately i've, I've listened to a lot, of, a lot of her stuff in the past but it's been spread out whereas I've listened to a lot of her stuff kind of close together lately. There was one story and she she reads the tags at the start and I was like, holy crap. Like, uh, I mean, these are sexy tags.
2: She's making these boring <laughs> tags
0: sound sexy. <laughs> she's got a really
2: Amazing. smooth voice, really. She's a really yeah, great reader, yeah. which makes us all kind of hate her a little because she does so much <laughs> and she's so good. She yeah, shouldn't be both, really <laughs> but well. she is. But, yeah, it's a really... Uh, great story about um gents uh, about working in a tattoo parlor and one of them's under age and it's like yeah. got some weird power dynamics because that's my kink and yeah. it's she just is so smooth in her reading and it's yeah. great um and so I highly recommend that one my second cool. rec is not a sexy rack. uh they talk about sex in it, but it's never described but I was recently gaslighting um Dodie about it (laughs) so for the April um feedback exchange there's one where you can put quotes in and people are supposed to guess Uh the podfic and oh I saw that yeah yeah and so I was doing
0: deliberately misleading quotes.
2: I put one in about a quote from it about like Making an army of garden gnomes. And Dodie's like, oh, it must be a Hogwarts AU. And I was like, nope. But then I like started (laughs) putting all these quotes about like teachers and magic. She's like, Uh, well, it must be Avengers. And I was like, not really. And then like they were talking about Captain America. (laughs) So it is actually a young Avengers uh story. And it was written and read by Dangerous Commie Subversive. And they do such a good reading of this like it is a very funny story like there were so many quotes that I pulled for that game and they're so funny and they just read them so amazingly um they do really great voices for the characters um and it is just hilarious it's about um Billy Kaplan who is Wiccan. Becoming friends with a supervillain because he's not sure. uh, Well, the supervillain is Loki's head priest and lover. And um, he just wanted someone to talk to about a boyfriend who can change shapes because he's dating Teddy Altman, who is a Hulkling, who can change his shape, like his body shapes. And... So yeah, he strikes up this friendship with a villain, and it's really funny.
1: So I I have three wrecks, and they're all the same podficker because I've just been listening to her lately, like nonstop. Um, I've just been listening to her back catalog, but and that's of just imagine, and she's really great. Um, the first one is called All Night, and it was written by Gorgeous Nerd. It's it's a really random one. It's um, Veronica from the Best Song Ever video, the One Direction music video, and then Georgia Rose, who is a character in said song. So, (laughs) I mean, the fic itself, like, they created an office party where these two people both work at the office that is in the video, the music video. So Mm -hmm. um, that's the only fic I've read of that pairing or even... I've read a couple other Veronica ones, but I've never seen anybody else pull in Uh, Georgia Rose. So I thought that was cool anyway, which is why it pulled my eye. Um, And also, I don't know, I've been listening to more, listening and reading a little bit more Fem Slash lately um, because of some stuff I'm writing that I was trying to kind of get inspired for. And so this stuck out for that reason. And it does have, it's a really small interlude between these random characters who you've never seen before. And so she has the opportunity to kind of build them both as characters. I mean, obviously the story does that, but I think also her, like her reading of it Gives you a view point on both of these women that I really like, um, and then there's they have kind of a sexy interlude at this office party, um, which is just really it's just a really nice little podfic, you know, quite short. Um, and then a second short one, which is also femslash. It's called "Melt in Your Hand," and it's written by Kala Zitro Again, podfic by just of just imagine, and it's Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss, um, who's one of so RPF. Um, and it just, the mood of this one is beautiful. It has a really like slow, like languid feel to the sex that, um, builds really beautifully to, you know, the climax. Sorry that <laughs> I don't know how else to say that, but, um, yeah, <laughs> but it does like, like the mood she creates in the kind of the first half of it, um, is, is great. Like it's, it's, um, the... Author summary just says the power goes out in Taylor's apartment. Carly keeps her warm, and mm-hmm. so like like these two women are friends, and it's kind of a comfort thing. And then it just like the language and the way that she reads it, it's just is really nice. So I like that. Um, and then the third one again is <laughs> of just imagine. Um, and I thought like I had done those two love fan plush ones. I thought I'd better wreck one of her um, One Direction things which she mostly is podficking either nick and harry ones or louis nick ones and this one is a louis nick fic um called tracing the lines in my face um and it's written by Anne marie um and it doesn't actually have a whole bunch of i think this comes back to the what is sexy like it doesn't have tons of sex in it but it's a very sexy story yeah it's um it's a cross-dressing one. I know I was laughing to myself when, when Lindsay was saying earlier that she doesn't (laughs) like cross-dressing. I actually quite, I I quite do. And there was a lot of it in in Bandom that I, I read a lot of those things and people kind of exploring that side of their sexuality or, you know, um, struggling with it sometimes. And this, this one is very much focused on Louis, like struggling with it. You know, um, he's very, it's something that he didn't expect and then he's worried about it and then he's kind of like experimenting with it, but he doesn't want to tell Nick and then Nick kind of gets it out of him towards the end. And so they have, you know, so, so this thing that where he's like finding sexy, but he's trying not to. And then, um, you know, Nick kind of brings him round to feeling like it's okay. And that leads to a very small sex thing at the end. Um, which is really nice with the whole build of the fic because, Mm -hmm. um, I think she does a really good Louis in general. Like she really gets the mix of vulnerability and strength that he has. Well, whether or not in real life, that's his fandom (laughs) persona, you know, like he's this kind of brash person who has this vulnerability underneath. And she brings that across really well in her reading. And in this fic, that's particularly important because of how he's feeling the whole way. um, Just trying to come to terms with this. So um, yeah and and it it makes that end sex scene which is really just a small scene but but the fic itself is very sexy leading up to that and I think it works really well. So
0: I've only got one this month which is weird because like
1: you've been listening to a lot
0: <laughs> every other every other month I've had multiple sexy ones. Um this is actually an old one because I I thought I'm just going to what comes to mind when I think of like the sexiest one that I've ever listened to and this this is what comes to mind. So this is the only one I'm going to wreck. Um it's experienced and it's read by Sophie Nisba and written by Lola Feist. It's Merlin.
2: It, it would be a crime if we did a sexy podfic uh, episode and did not mention and Sophie
0: Nisba, like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um well, I'll carry that burden for you guys. <laughs> if you fail there. Uh it's Merlin, but it's it's Uther Merlin and it's a modern AU. So um uh, Merlin and Arthur are friends and Merlin's sleeping over at Arthur's house and kind of runs into Uther in the in the study and yeah, it goes from there. So there's definitely the power donors. Um there's kink. Uh it's just It's so dirty, like, and some of the lines (laughs) that she reads, like, all I need to do is listen to that one line and I'm pretty much spontaneously, you know,
2: (laughs) what was the word you used before? Climaxing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's just. You've sold me. I haven't listened to this one yet, but I will make an effort to go listen to it now.
0: Please listen to it and let me know what you think because, like, it's, wow it's so hot but it's it's (laughs) like it's got your power dynamic thing which you were saying you liked before um it's oh yeah i I can't talk about it anymore i have to fan myself
2: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah go
0: go, go listen to that
1: (laughs) so that wraps it up for this month um That's all we have to say about Sexy Podfic, at least for now. You can join us next month when Padika and I will be doing a showcase of Amplificathon, focusing on the fandoms that are rarer with 20 or less podfics in the archive. Don't forget to send in your
2: talkbacks if you have any thoughts on what we said here or on Sexy Podfics in general.
1: Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you next month. See you. Bye. 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 Bye.